let's look now at our all-important radar defense screen. But your regenerated circuits are tuned asynchronously, and that causes concatenation in the intermediate amplifier. Initiating started sequence. Everybody, welcome back to Bishop O'Connell. We are at a brand new school year, and we are super pumped to be back in the business of podcasting and teaching and learning. And I'm recognizing that some of my speech is still a little summary yet. I haven't yet turned on my English teacher's voice and my vernacular and my verb agreement with my subjects is all messed up. Miss Lewicki is here to join me today, and she's been called me out. This is the third time I'm trying to record this to get it right. Um, so welcome back. Uh, Miss Lewicki is here with us. Mrs. Lewicki, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm amazing. And your summer was good? Yes, it was very busy, ended too quickly, but it was very nice to be away for a little bit. And you have at O'Connell, this is your second year back in the building? Yes. You last year taught freshmen and sophomores? Yes. And this year you have freshmen are actually returning this week, and yes. sophomores come back next week? Yep. Um, we have a lot of new surprises for everybody. Yep. I'm a teacher of juniors and seniors. I've taught uh, both of those preps here uh, at O'Connell. And today, we're not talking about English class at all, actually, are we? No. And we're not talking about summer. Um, <laughs> though that <laughs> would be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. We're not here for that. Um, today, we're actually talking about a brand new website, which is going to become your new favorite thing. If you're a parent, if you're a student, um, a teacher, a coach, uh, a club moderator, it's sort of a one-stop shop for everything um, here at DJO. And so we are fittingly called the new website my DJO, um, which is going to take the place for students um, and teachers uh, of our previous learning management software, which is called Edmodo. Um, maybe you're, you're, you're doing your happy dance right now in your car if you're listening to this. Um, there's a bunch of cool stuff that Edmodo does, um, but Edmodo is a, a third-party software that is totally free. Um, and because it is free, it, it has the functionality of something that you paid zero dollars for. Um, as a school, we made the decision uh, last year to upgrade, uh, and we spent all summer, I've actually been here in trainings, one-on-one -on -one with teachers. We had 41 teachers come through of our faculty of 87, come through for full-on two-hour sessions where we learned the ins and outs of the new system. Uh, and Mrs. Lewicki actually was one of the teachers who came in this summer, and this week she's getting up to speed with the remaining uh, members of our new faculty, new staff, and everyone else um, as returners. And everybody else has been in trainings this week, so we're all jumping in with both feet, because my DJO is like, where it's at this year. Is, is that a fair assessment? I mean, yeah, it, Edmodo was nice, but I like the ability to personalize what is on my DJO. So I can add pictures, I can add different features if I want to to supplement like the required aspects of my web page, if you can call it that. Yeah, so it, what it really does, so for parents as a, as a general look at it, maybe we can talk through the process. Um, whereas Edmodo was a separate login, separate website. Um, my DJO is like the password protected part of Bishop O'Connell's web space. So when you go to the Bishop O'Connell website, um, there's a little button that says log in there. Students will have access, parents, uh, teachers. Um, that one logged in space gets you the sort of the keys to the kingdom. And then you have access to all of your DJO, um, which is totally different from my DJO. I'm a teacher of English in uh, American literature. Uh, Ms. Wicke, you have honors sophomores, and then you also have a class of freshmen, two sections of freshmen. Three. Three sections of freshmen. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm also the moderator of the, uh, the film club, and I work after school with the, the largest literary magazine. Um, some of our students, uh, of course, are in clubs, activities, right. sports. Um, like eight out of ten kids at O'Connell are involved in some sort of uh, thing outside of the classroom. So that same one login will be the thing that gets them all of their 
courses, all of their classes, all their clubs, all their activities, all their sports teams. And so for moms and dads, uh, when they come in, instead of having to chase down eight and ten different websites, you know, Edmodo or someone else had a blog or right. someone else had an offsite, um, it's really a one-stop shop, yeah. It's not codes, it's not subscribing to anything, the school has set up an account, you have a password and you log in and then you just go to whatever web page might be pertinent to whatever you're looking for or like you were saying, um, the calendar feature is really great because it pulls in information if you want it to from all of those things into one place. So it's not just like, here's all my homeworks, it's here's Monday's schedule. I have homeworks doing three classes, I have a rocketry club meeting, and I'm going to football practice after school. Right, I like that it adapts to like different modes of thinking. So mm -hmm. if you're a person that needs a glance at your entire week and you wanna see everything going on, you can look at that. Or if you're somebody who has to go systematically through everything they're doing, I need to look at what I'm doing in English class this week. You can just look at your English calendar and see all of your English events that week. Um, which is really nice. So you get to choose what you want to do, whether you want to see everything or only one thing at a time. Now you said something that was really interesting, so I want to push the point for a second. So when you said about codes and logins, and I think that's, that's the interesting part, we as teachers, previously when a student joined your class in Edmodo, they needed the Edmodo join code, right? right. The first week of school it was, hey guys, take my class code, take my class code. Right. And then for a safety measure, Edmodo after two weeks like blocks you out, so you have to reset the code for right. Any kid who transfers in, any student, middle of the year, things right. like that. Um, that's not the case with the MyDJO site, yeah? No, no. So what does it look like? If I'm just like a totally new student to O'Connell High School, I've never done this before, I'm an incoming freshman or I'm a parent of an incoming student, what does it look like for first day freshman or first day transfer student in the building when they come into the MyDJO site? So you log in using just one username, mm -hmm. one password. Um, and it'll bring you to uh, like a web page where you can see, like I said, one thing at a time. You get to choose. You've got different tabs. Um, you can look at your calendar, um, and then you can select which calendars you want to look at. There are a lot of different features, and it can be very overwhelming at first, but the important thing for you to realize is that all of the information you need is in that one place. Which is, which is really, really helpful for, for anybody. That one password you mentioned. I mean, I know last year... We have Edmodo passwords. Right. We have our school email passwords. Right. Um, we needed a password to get on the school's Wi-Fi. Right. And a password to get onto um, any of the labs or library computers. Right. Um, for the average student, that's like three or four different passwords to remember. They were forgetting them all the time. And I mean, I, I, don't, I don't blame them. I, I would forget my passwords uh, if I had if I had that many. Um, this year, for students, that same password that gets you onto your MyDJO is going to be the exact same password that gets you onto the school's Wi-Fi. Right. And any of the labs or libraries and into your Gmail, um, the student Gmail account. Um, now, I know I, I, I've made, by the time of juniors and seniors, I kind of like force them to right. use their school Gmail account, but I know for new students or freshmen, that may be a new experience having their right. own dedicated email. Yeah. Um, so there, there's really no reason to, to forget that stuff. Then. Right, I mean, I taught eighth grade for two years and we didn't have Gmail accounts right. or personal email accounts for the students to use to communicate with their teachers. So for freshmen, this is potentially a new experience. Um, but again, it's really useful, really helpful, um, that one password username combination to control all of those things yeah. is wonderful yeah, <laughs> because it, is. it simplifies things so much. 
Um, but again, you have plenty of tools at your disposal to, to succeed and to do well. Right. Um, but of course, if there's ever an issue, make sure that you reach out. Oh yeah, and the center office can help you reset those things yeah. as well. Um, I do think that's great though, because if you wanted to as a new student, like you came in and your class is already populated for you. No passwords to remember, no codes yeah. to remember. It's just, you log in and the whole thing's there. If you were to transfer out of third period English and have to get into fourth period class because there was a mistake with your schedule, um, you don't have to get new course codes. Right. The system, every time you log in, will always remember your DJO, which is your version of what the school's um, calendar looks like. Um, if you join the football team, your coach puts you on the list and you're automatically on, on that. And you stay on that list for forever, which is, which is great, until, again, you transfer out of the group. Right. Um, so as a teacher then, let's, let's talk about it, because now that we have everybody in, this is cool because we can be reasonably assured that there are um, resources we can give to students and uh, ways that, you know, on the daily, we keep mentioning the calendar, the calendar, the calendar. Mm -hmm. um, can we talk a little bit more about what that looks like, that calendar feature? Sure. So the calendar, like I said, you could turn on or off certain calendars depending on what you want to look at. I typically like to see just about everything I have going on so yeah. that I know, you know, what's up and coming, what's the most important thing I need to focus on at that point in time. Um, but you can, as a teacher or as a student, see whether it's an assignment, like a homework assignment that's due, or if it's a quiz, or if it's an event that you have to go to. Right. Um, so that's really helpful as well. So it's not just, uh, like on Edmodo, if you gave an assignment, typically it was expecting you to submit something. This is not necessarily right. the case. And that's a, that's a very nerdy thing, but I, I kind of, I think it's important to explain what was called an assignment on Edmodo presumed that there was an online turning component for that assignment. Right. But so many assignments are, hey, come into class having read this book, or come in and bring this into class. There's no online turning for that. It, it doesn't, not every class has an online turning part of it. Like in art class, you're not turning your assignments in, on our in, in art class. You just show up to art class with your portfolio ready to go. Um, and so what had happened for a lot of our students is they would get the assignments notice and they'd say, wait, that's not really an assignment because... Uh, I'm not really submitting something. I'm not turning anything in. Yeah. And so they would get a notice that says you've missed an assignment or like you have 20 or 30 outstanding assignments. And so as an average student would, and I'm, and I'm right there with them, if those notifications stopped making sense after a while, they just stopped checking. So they would find themselves getting notifications for good assignments mixed in with a lot of notifications for assignments that weren't really assignments and um, a, lot of, a lot of discrepancy there. So, so moving forward, that kind of... It, it issue is, is really taken care of with the site, which has those different categories of whether it's an assignment with a turn-in component online or an assignment that's just, hey, come into class, bring your book. Right. Um, and for students, there's one master calendar that has all of your class's assignments. And that same master calendar can grab your clubs, your activities, your sports. So if you look at it by date, it looks like a Google calendar, your iPhone, your iCalendars. Like it says August 29th or August you know, mm -hmm. 24th or whatever date it is. And it says, here are the things that are happening for you today. It right. could be two homework assignments. Um, click here to turn in an assignment for Mr. Meehan's class. Um, just make sure to read this chapter for chapter six uh, for another class. Um, and don't forget to bring your cleats to, to practice right after school today. Right. Um, it's almost like we're writing in their agenda books, but like in a digital kind of way. Right, right. Um, well, that's kind of cool. Um, <laughs> excellent. Um, well, let me talk about some, some clubs and activities stuffs and other things as teachers features. Um, we keep mentioning clubs and activities. If you're interested as a student um, in joining any clubs or activities, um, you can meet the moderator, and with the push of a button, the moderator can add you to that class. Um, I say class because it works just like the same class menu. It would be like as if it was your eighth or ninth class. Any information you're getting from that club or activity is automatically populating to that main page. 
Um, Mr. Buckreese and Ms. Adkins downstairs, if you ever wanted to join a club, um, you just come in and say, hey, I want to learn a little bit more about the anime club. They push the button and then you automatically get their notifications as well, um, which saves you the, the time of tracking people down through the building. So you can be more active and be more involved. Um, let's talk as teachers then as like collaboration features go and some of the stuff we have the ability to host on site for our students. Because um, you had mentioned with like summer reading, you're already kind of using this to give them an idea of, of, of certain types of books or course textbooks and things like that. Right. I decided to put a feature on one of my web pages that includes the required text for the class. So some of that is uh, uniform across the freshman curriculum, for example. Um, but then there are a few text or not textbooks, but outside uh, choice right readings. outside novels that I've chosen for my classes. And when I have those listed there, they'll be there like all year. Um, the kids will expect to have them by a certain date, but all that information will be there for them. So in addition to the required textbooks and workbooks that they're supposed to have, um, it will also have uh, the supplemental reads, but I can add pictures, I have ISBN numbers there, so it's very comprehensive. Yeah. And with other potential tools that could have done similar things for us, we didn't have as many personalization options. That's absolutely true. And I think with students who, again, are thinking very differently sometimes, some are more visual and some mm -hmm. are more um, linguistic, they uh, get both in this kind of uh, setup, which is, is really nice. I think it's cool too, because I, I stole your idea. Right? Great, great, great teachers <laughs> always are stealing each other's ideas. Right. I copied that same model of, let me put a picture up with the textbook so the kids can see the, the cover, right. and then moms and dads can make sure, oh, we gotta buy this ISBN number. Right. I went even one step further, and I linked on my page right to amazon.com so they can oh. buy exactly the right version. Um, <laughs> but that's super helpful, right? Because you're right. out in the mall, or you're, you know, do kids go to malls anymore? I don't know. Um, but they're at the bookstore hanging out at the weekend at the soda fountain, wherever kids hang out these days. Um, and you can pull up your phone and it has a full list of, this is the exact version of the book you're looking for. Right, right. You don't have to, um, you know, it, it, that visual is there for you. You can purchase it right from Amazon, which is really, really helpful. Right. Um, and I love the fact that as teachers, we upload our resources. Um, we're also, this year, it's a new change for teachers. Um, when you log into the page for each of your classes, it'll start with a course description. Um, our calendars, of course, will be updated over and over again. There's a thing called an activity stream, which is like Facebook's news feed. Every edit that's ever made to the pages will automatically be added to your activity stream. Um, we as teachers, as a new feature this year, actually wrote little two-sentence, uh, two-paragraph bios about who we are as people. So you get to see our smiling faces when you log into the website. Um, moms and dads, if you're hearing the same name of teachers around the dinner table over and over again, when you log in, you say, hey, who's this so-and-so that I've heard so much about in my, in my classes? You get to know a little bit about us, which is helpful. Um, and then we have our, our unit plans, um, and this is really like a life hack I'm very, very excited about here. Um, as teachers, we're always moving through course content, uh, and like in a college class, you get your syllabus. Um, that syllabus is like, here's 36 weeks worth of stuff, or 18 weeks worth of stuff. Obviously in a high school, we have to move at different paces based on what we can cover, snow days, and um, you know, just the pacing the, uh, as, as we move through content. Um, we're able as teachers now to link to like a living syllabus or a Google document, document kind of syllabus. Yeah. Can we talk about that for like 30 seconds? Because sure. that's a geeky, cool thing. The, so the unit plan or the three-week plan, because some units can be longer or shorter depending, um, that, like you said, is a living document. Things will change or adjust. But um, it gives the students an ability to kind of, and parents as well, to look ahead at not necessarily just what's going on this week, but next week and the week beyond that, um, whether everything's gonna be very comprehensive or if you know 
like two weeks into this three weeks in this class, I know I'm going to be taking an assessment because we're transitioning from one unit to another. Right. Um, and that's also supported through the calendar, but this, in addition, might give you a sneak peek at what's going on in class that day. Because there's always so, some students who need to get ahead because they'll be out of town or because right. there's a family trip. Or if or, you're absent and you only see what's in the calendar, there's no kind of description as to what we're doing or what the activities were that day. But if you're right. looking at potentially this three-week snapshot that we have, you can see, oh, you know, we were talking about verbs today mm -hmm. or we were going over vocabulary today. Um, you then know that you either need to get in touch with somebody from your class right. or email your teacher or go in and see your teacher early the next morning. Um, it gives them, it empowers them to be responsible for what. And you know, if you, if you miss class, you, know, you get, get a concussion, you get a sports injury, um, right. you're able to come back and say, hey, what did I miss? It's not just these are the assignments you missed, it's here are the concepts that were covered right. in the days um, that you may have been absent. Right. So when we get to like a summative assessment, which is like teacher talk for like a midterm, mm -hmm. that what will be on the midterm document you already have all that information because we've been posting regularly, updating, right. and things like that. And what a lot of teachers have taken to doing, and it's, it's super fun, is they're linking to Google Documents or Google Forms or Google right. Drive folder content yes. so that it, for students or parents, you click the document link one time and you get into the, the document. Um, the physical address for the document won't change, but the content inside of that document right. is constantly being updated, so you're always seeing the latest and greatest version right. of it of your course uh, schedules and stuff like that. Well, um, it's always in real time, so it's not, um, you know, Microsoft Word would work as well, the file, it all looks neat, um, but with the Google Docs, when I make a change at, you know, at home, 10 o'clock at night, it's a snow day or something the next day, um, I can adjust it and you can see immediately right. what I've done. So faster communication for parents and students. Right. Um, a bigger picture, both in the uh, you know the, the three week plan, and then like a closer look at the calendar items, which is awesome. Right. Um, there's even a tab in here for for members where we as teachers can push a button and send a blast email to an entire group of students, either like a whole roster. Uh, we can even line item in parents as well, which is which is great. Sometimes right. I, I send something home and I hope that people get it signed. Students lose it in the backpack. I can send it as an email. Hey folks, if you haven't had a chance, make sure to check it. Um, it should be in the backpack tonight. And right. for whatever reason, if they don't have the physical copy. There's that online Dropbox, the online resources that we have that we can put stuff up uh, on the web as well. Right. Um, so if you had one sentence to sum up this uh, this brand new My DJO experience um, for students, um, is there a way that you could say, hey guys, I can't wait to see My DJO this year because dot dot dot. I think that this is really valuable for the teachers, parents, and students because it allows each of us, each of the stakeholders in this, um, the ability to spend time and focus on what's really important, yeah. not necessarily, um, you know, building email lists or trying to find a piece of information that should really be very easy to find, um, or struggling to go through all these pieces of paper to figure out what's going on in your life for the next couple of days. In ten different locations. Right. Exactly. It it empowers us again to focus on what's meaningful, not the nitty-gritty things. Yeah, well, and that it, less time spent on systems is more time spent on content. Right. Um, we can really, you know, spend less time saying, hey, did you get that calendar item? Oh, I have a separate handout floating over here. Right. Or everybody's speaking the same language school-wide, and that's across content, that's across grade level, and it ultimately, I think, makes for a more positive experience because we really can focus on what we're here to do, which is right. spend time with your students, spend time, like, in the learning and the growing and yep. the teaching process. Um, and it's, it's just kind of a cool, I mean, there, there's some bumps in the road and it's going gonna, it's gonna to take some time to iron out some of them, right. but it's very powerful and it's like, I'm very excited. It's like Edmodo 
but awesomer. So <laughs> there's that. Um, Miss Wiggy, thank you for, for being through uh, today for the podcast. Oh, you're welcome. Welcome back. Now we can get back to our uh, classroom cleanouts and ready for the next school year stuffs. Indeed. Um, parents, uh, students, if you have questions about this stuff, uh, please feel free to message me on Twitter. I'm at MeehanDJO. Or you can shoot us an email anywhere in the, the school. I'm sure the center office can clarify some of these items for you as well. Um, we're very pumped for a brand new school year. Uh, next week we'll be back with a whole bunch of new content stuffs, and we have new stuffs. I don't know. I'm just, just good to be back. New year, new stuffs, new energy. Um, thanks again, and we'll catch you guys next week.